Welcome to episode 21 of the Babes Talking Business podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about something a little bit different and to be honest, something we thought we would never need to talk about. But the intention of this podcast is to bring you guys truth and realness behind the scenes of business. So this episode comes from a place of wanting to empower and educate you to make the right decisions within your business, in particular for those who are in the network marketing profession. We want you to learn from what we're currently experiencing and growing through. So we'll be talking about what it takes to be successful and why chasing shiny objects and the next best thing isn't going to serve you or your goals of success. We talk about what it means to have grit, the on-flow effects of delayed gratification and why that will serve you tenfold compared to giving up when it gets a little bit hard. We talk about researching longevity and sustainability within your business, abundant versus scarcity mindset, bad behavior online from network marketers and how this sadly tarnishes the reputation of the profession and why getting caught up in hype will do the exact opposite of attracting abundance to you. Make sure you find us on Instagram for a daily dose of business inspo over at Babes Talking Business, where we also do a shout out of the week every week. So leave us a review on the iTunes app and let us know what you think about this episode. And don't forget to leave your Instagram handle so we can tag you and shout you out. You can also check out our website at www.babestalkingbusiness.com where we have loads more information, including upcoming events we have around the world this year. So without further ado, why changing network marketing companies won't serve you. So this is going to be an interesting episode because I think when we decided to do this podcast we really we didn't want it just to be a podcast where people would listen to like success stories and all of that we really wanted it to be a vulnerable space and a safe space to talk about things that you know don't necessarily get spoken about you know on the highlight reels and on social media and on Instagram and so this is going to be a vulnerable podcast it really is and I think like we said before we started recording we got we went back to what was the intention behind when we started babes talking business the intention was we wanted to be real and transparent. We didn't want it to be glorified. We wanted to actually share with you and get people who could jump on the line and share with you what business actually looks like. Mm-hmm. Like what does it look like to be in the trenches? What does it look like behind the Instagram post? What does it look beh- look like behind all the accolades and the recognition? What does it actually take? Because I think what mm-hmm. happens is I think we spoke about this in one of our very first episodes. I think the – value rate in businesses is so high because people don't really understand what business looks like when they have their first Mm -hmm. hurdle or their first challenge they're like nobody told me about this or Mm. this is this is way harder or more challenging than I thought it was going to be and I think that's when they give up because they think that they're failing rather than giving them the credit that hey you're a business owner welcome to business yeah and congratulations if you're failing at something you're doing well yeah you're trying you're trying exactly And so um, I know that a majority of our listeners are in the network marketing profession um, and some aren't. And, you know, we we really want to talk about in this particular episode 
around, you know, delayed gratification and risk and things like that. But in particular, certain risks that can be applicable outside of network marketing, but are certainly applicable within our industry. And so, you know, recently, you know, we've been chatting, Loz and I have been chatting about, you know, when you do become a six to seven figure earner, you'd have some risks that come about. <laughs> yeah. And it was really interesting. We were actually having dinner last night with our partners because both obviously our partners um, have successful businesses of their own or have previously and realizing that these risks actually do come up in, in most businesses though. Yeah. Um, but it's something that we've learned and we, we are told about when you've kind of start stepping into that next level of leadership in a network marketing profession that comes up for you. And two of them that we really want to talk about, especially on this podcast was one was poaching. And if you mm-hmm. don't know what that is, we're going to talk about that a little bit in, in a detail in a second. Another one was merge, a company yeah. merge. So um, sometimes for those who don't really understand network marketing, essentially what people do and what network marketing is, is people find a service or a program or a product or something that they really love and they, they're using and they would share with others organically themselves, friends, family, people that need the service. And obviously they create a nice little side income or full-time income from it. But what they don't realize is they don't own the actual company in itself. They're like a franchise. Mm, a franchisee. Yeah. yeah, they're a franchisee. They're an independent franchise, which is what I love. We like to call it collaborative business where mm-hmm. you have the freedom, the autonomy, and the flexibility, but you don't have to do it by yourself. But you get to choose what company you align yourself with. So I think we want to talk a little bit more about like when people are wanting to choose going to network marketing, what do they look for in a company? Yeah. Um, why we chose our company specifically like I like to think that you and I are pretty level-headed with our business decisions and financial decisions and things that we do in regards to business and you know when I decided to choose the company I'm with I chose that company because I did the research and I really want to educate our listeners today if they're thinking of joining a network marketing profession or maybe they're thinking of changing the network marketing company they're with Maybe just a couple of things to really consider um, before doing that. But as well as that, like going back to our chat at dinner last night with what's happened for us recently, um, which we'll share more on in a moment, with success comes, you know, duality. And I love this concept. And I think, you know, when you are experiencing duality in your business, it means you're doing well. The whole thing about duality is... You know, you can't have night without day, the moon without the sun, black without white, peace without war, happiness without sadness, laughter without anger. Like the whole concept of duality means that with good comes bad, like yin and yang. And so we've had so much success, like we've had so much fun doing this business and we've come across a situation where we're like, whoa, here's the duality. <laughs> yeah, and what people don't really understand is success doesn't mean you don't have all the icky or the hard stuff. If you want more of something, you want more success, you want more abundance, you want more praise, you want more opportunities with that, it's just going to come a whole lot more of challenges and feedback and like we like to call devils. Every level there's another there's devil. devil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you can't say you want all this stuff and but you only want the good parts of it. It just means more of everything, more of duality comes at you. So you've got to enjoy the journey. We're hoping this 
this episode in particular is going to get you ready for that. We, yeah. we don't want you to get there and give up because no. we want to get you there and be prepared and be excited for it and know how to navigate it with ease and with flow and with confidence. Absolutely. And like I was saying last night, like I'm grateful for what's happening right now because it's allowing me to become the leader I need to be. It's allowing me to learn skills, be innovative, think outside the box. It's allowing me to up level as a business owner, as a leader. And this is just all part of the journey. Like this is amazing. And I know in like a year or two years from now, we'll look back and we'll be like, remember when that happened? Like, <laughs> look at us. We're so resilient now. No one can <laughs> screw with me now. Check out my, my suit of armor. Yeah. So, it's all part of it, baby. So we like our biggest mission is to really elevate the profession of network marketing in particular, because I believe that there are people out there who sadly are behaving incredibly bad. (laughs) And I think think the sad thing about it is they don't realize that they're actually tarnishing their success as well because I think the way you bring up the profession is by all of us doing really, really well. It's not one of us doing well and putting another person down. You've got to raise the profession together. Yeah. And one person's success is not someone else's failure. Like, we really want to get that message across. And we've seen certain behavior in particular online recently, which is embarrassing to our profession. Like people who aren't in the profession must be looking in being like, look at these douchebags. Like why are they behaving like that? Why are they dissing other companies? Why are they making ridiculous income claims? Why are they saying the things they're saying, bagging out their previous uplines, things like that. It's like, that's not the correct behavior. And it's not congruent. I think a lot of people, when you think about congruency, like, People align themselves and people look up to people who are real mm. and who are congruent and they do what they say they're going to do. And I find it really hard. And this, is just, this isn't just in network marketing, guys. This is in life that you find it really hard to take advice from somebody, look up to somebody or trust somebody who's saying one thing and then does the other. Yeah. So there's people that I've seen, especially online lately, who have once upon a time they preach all, everything about love and acceptance and abundance and wanting other people to succeed and there's more than enough to go around and then a couple of months later they're talking about scarcity and they're mm. and they're coming from the scarcity so you, mindset and they're putting other people down and it's just like well how do I look up to you if one month you're saying this and the next month you're saying something different and you're sharing a different mission and message there's yeah there's no stability or congruency in that which makes it really hard to follow somebody like that let alone believe in the profession in itself absolutely and so you know we just to be open and transparent recently we've had a lot of poaching going on in our team so something that I love that Dan said to us was his man he was like you know what girls like you think you're gonna be successful you think you're gonna like make all these changes and help all these people and you're not going to have people chase your people and poach your people and come after your business. And I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's so right. <laughs> and if you love what people like that means, we're doing something right. But, yeah. And I think if, you, if this is something in your business, even if it's not network marketing, if you're people coming to you and watching your content or mm. um, wanting to approach your sales. Like I know personally even my partner's business, like he's got a sales business and people can approach his best sales stuff. Like, it happens in every other business. Yeah, Maddie was just saying it happens in construction. Like, it's ruthless. Like, so it it happens in every industry. And and we're going to talk a little bit about our industry 
specifically, but I think what we will be touching on will really relay for all all businesses, all companies, all industries, because we've really we really just want to get some really awesome education out there to you guys who are wanting to know more about this and potentially maybe you know you're going into leadership and you're fostering your own team into leadership and these are things that could potentially happen you know what and they probably will if you stick it out long enough to become a six seven figure earner it is apparently one of the number one threats to your business so let's talk about it let's talk about it so you know when I had a look at our particular company that we're with what I really looked at were a lot of things but one of the things that really made me say yes was I looked at their mission I looked at their legacy I looked at their compensation plan of course that's really important I looked at the community that I was about to join I looked at the longevity the leadership the corporate team how long the company had been around I was looking at other franchisees in their company and how they were behaving like did I want to partner up and and put my brand and my name to a company that I was proud of and I wanted to see how their franchisees were behaving and what they were doing like were they making ridiculous income claims were they posting things that were not congruent with my message and my mission and so I think there are a couple of things that are really important to look at when you are looking at a joining a company in network marketing or changing over yeah for sure and maybe you know what let maybe I'll be devil I'll play devil's advocate with you Shen Maybe mm-hmm. I'll ask you some questions because, like, it's easy to say compensation plan. But let's say you're looking at a network marketing company. What kind of stuff would you be looking for in a compensation plan? Like, why did you choose a company, obviously, that we've aligned ourselves with, for an example? Well, our our company, I love it because it's repeat business. So, in particular, there are different type of companies out there. You've got high ticket items, for example, you can buy a five thousand dollar product. It's a one-time product though. So I could be a customer of yours and buy this $5,000 product, but you'll never see or hear of me again, which means you're constantly needing to go out there and find new customers. What I loved about our company was that it's repeat business. There's reshipment, there's resale. It's a low ticket item, so it's affordable. And it means that I'm able to create relationships. Like that's why I joined this business because I'm here to help people. I'm put on this planet to help and inspire and create friendships and relationships with people. I don't want to have an automated business. I don't want to make a sale to someone and then be like, see you later. Enjoy that. You'll never hear from me again. Bye, Felicia. Yeah. I want to be like, how are you? Like, how's the product going? Are how's you loving it? Yeah. Like, what have you, what have you witnessed? Like, what are you, yeah. what are you experiencing? And like, I've touched this in another episode as well, but a lot of these companies, like a lot of these products or network marketing companies align themselves with these products because of the experiences are so amazing that people organically want to share it with their friends and family. Exactly. So it's really beautiful to have that longevity of the repeat sales so you can see the ripple effects that these beautiful Mm -hmm. products make in people's lives and for families. Yeah. And so it's not a product that people will cancel on or they'll decide not to take. It's something that continues to be purchased for their family And I love that because now I've created friendships with my customers. They're my friends. I check in on them. I know the name of their dog. I know where they live. I know their favorite flowers. I, there's relationship and that's what business is. Business is relationship. It's not, um, you know, buy this high ticket item, hope it works for you. See you later. Like that's not business to me. That's my personal opinion anyway. And what another thing, maybe let's talk about the difference. Why is it important to have, like, let's say, like you said, a high ticket price item opposed to one that can be affordable? 
What does that mean in the long terms of business? Well, I, if you look, for example, I mean, business, stocks, shares, you, all of that goes up and down, ebbs and flows. That's just normal. You look at, you know, the financial crisis that happened in between 2007 and 2009. Then we had another one in 2001 and then another one in 1991. You think about the three different recessions that we had in the last, you know, 20 years. Does your product... Will it survive, you know, through a, a GFC? Will it survive through an economic downfall or recession? Is your product a consumable? Is it affordable? So I have a look at our product in particular, um, and, you know, this goes with products all across the board in, in the industry. I'm not just saying ours. But our product has a low price point, which means, you know, the next recession that happens, which, let's face it, guys, there's going to be more recessions that come, a product is something that people will be able to afford and they'll continue to take it. Yet if I have a high ticket item, like what's the first thing that family is going to do when there's a recession? They're going to get rid of their high ticket items in their household they don't need and they're not going to buy a product that costs them a few thousand dollars when it's not needed. Yeah. So that's something I really I think is important to look at as well. I think and when we were talking before about one of the things we're looking for, what if you're joining a network marketing company or you're looking to change is the longevity of a business. I think this is what we're talking about in regards to having a product that can can withstand like the the marketplace and the ebbs and flows that come with business cycles and GFCs is how long has the company been around for? Has does mm. it have the ability to withstand those? Has it done it before? Has it it as like how you predict the future is by just looking at the past and being like, well, has it? Like, how mm-hmm. long has the company been around for? Has the leadership been there to get them through those times? Is the compensation plan designed to get them through those times? And I know my particular talking about our company, it's been around for 50 years. Mm-hmm. It Other beautiful products that we that we share now have been around for 25 and the most research of their type, their type in the world. Mm-hmm. So knowing in that time, like you said, there was been a recession in 2000, what was it, 2007, 2008 was the GFC? Yeah, the GFC. And there was a recession in 2001. Um, and 1991. So. Yeah. And we survived. And we're still, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a popper drop. It, you know, there's a lot of companies out there, guys, that you just need to be mindful of. They come and they go and they're big one minute and there's all this hype and there's all these income claims and the next minute they've disappeared and everyone's scrambling and they're trying to find, you know, a new company to build a business with and nothing good comes from that. There's, that's not sustainable business. I, I would hate to have to do that for the rest of my life, continually popping and dropping. That's, that's not how I want to build my legacy for myself and my family and my future family, you know? Yeah, for sure. So looking in to network marketing, I guess, and looking at profession, what are some other things that you think that you would look at? I, what I love about, you know, why I said, I'm going to go back to why I said yes to ours because I can only speak for our company because it's the only company I've ever been a part of. But when I said yes to this, I looked at the investment and the risk involved. So for me, it was $50 US. That's it. That was my investment to join my company. Whereas you look at traditional business and, you know, some people are spending hundreds and thousands of dollars to start a business and they're always in the red. They never get that back. Whereas myself, I was cash flow positive within a week with this business. So I loved that risk. There was hardly any risk. Actually, there was 0% risk. And, you know, I know a lot of companies out there 
you know, they do have like incredible income claims, but look a little bit deeper into that. Like what's your investment? Do you have to invest five to $10,000 into a system? And do you have to pay for your training? Like how much is the product you have to buy? Do you have to buy that first? And then how long is it going to take for you to create the commissions back on that? Like that's what I looked at. And I know, you know, I had several opportunities thrown at me before I said yes to our company in particular and I really looked at that. I looked at, you know, minimal investment, minimal risk. That's what I wanted. I'd been in traditional business prior to this and I was in the red. I never broke even with that business. And so I really wanted something that was going to financially be feasible for me. And I guess the reason why most of us say yes to network marketing is because we are nurturers. We want to help people. And I guess that how you identify the success of somebody in network marketing, the success that they have is their ability to help others have success. Mm -hmm. Essentially, that is what network marketing is, is helping everyone win. When one person wins, they all win. So it's about raising each other up, lifting each other up, helping people get what they, what they want out of the profession. So looking at the company that you're part of and thinking about what's the ability that you have or what's the chances of you helping everyone who joins you be successful? Mm-hmm. Like what's the chance of everyone that joins you that you promise that you're going to be there for them and you're going to hold their hand and they're going to, you're so excited for the decision. Are you saying that with conviction, knowing that they're going to love the community, they're going to love the program or the products that you're obviously representing and sharing and they're going to get what they pay for. They're at least going to make their money back. Are you hyping them up and making some crazy income claims, knowing full well that they're going to invest a certain amount of money that majority of people aren't going to make back. And they don't even have, a lot of people don't even have that type of money to so invest. invest. In the first place, they yeah. invest in all this hype and this, Not, I, yeah. I think that's the hard bit too, because that's, like I said, business is relationships. And so when people are saying yes to your business, you want to make sure that you can deliver what you say you're going to deliver. Mm-hmm. And I think it, that's going to, that, that's going to reflect everyone at the end of the day, we're independent franchises and everyone has a decision and the opportunity to decide what they want to do. But I know full well that I would not be representing something and sharing something with others if I didn't, if I did not know, like I said, for our, especially our company in particular, there's no risk. I know that they're not, they can't lose anything in our company. Like yeah. there's so much more to gain. So just thinking, can you honestly hand on your heart, proudly represent what it is that you're doing and how you're going about it? Like you yeah. answer that yourself. Are you doing it ethically? Mm-hmm. Are you are doing the, it for the money? Are you doing it for the money? Are the, the things that you're sharing, can you, the way that you're sharing with others, do you think you can help others? create even a, a beautiful little side income because I know for lots of people who join network marketing it's a second income they're not joining to make six seven figures yeah. they're joining to have an extra hundred bucks on the table to help with the groceries yeah to help um buy the kids some extra presents at Christmas time mm-hmm. to kind of get you through when you're on maternity leave and you go down to one income so thinking the vehicle that you're using the company you're using right now what what is your belief or confidence in that you can help them get what they want by joining you in that? Yeah. And I just want to make it really clear that this podcast isn't to try and persuade people to join our company <coughs> or our business. That's no. absolutely not our intention whatsoever. If you're with a company, our, our mission and our message is stay, stay Yeah, with please them. stay with your company. <laughs> yes, this is what we're trying to say. I guess we just don't want to talk out of line because we can only talk about our what company we know. and what we know. Yeah. Um, and so we just want to make sure when you're joining a company or when you're in the company that you're in, and you might be, I guess, looking at a shiny object or Mm -hmm. this shiny thing online, um, make sure you take the time to really look into it because this is what we're saying. It's uh, the intention behind this podcast is really to elevate the profession. And right now 
we're a little bit we're a little bit hurt to yeah. think that there's people who are not doing the profession ethically and the way that they're going about it and making some pretty pretty crazy income claims online. Um, we don't want that to take away from your vision and the passion that you had for the, your your existing network marketing company. Yeah. Nothing sustainable is built on hype. That's something I learned really early on in business. Hype is just you know, elevation for a short period of time and what goes up must come down and it comes down at the same rate. So I like to look at business to be something that grows over time. It's about longevity. It's about long-term vision. It's about knowing that, you know, success comes, but it comes with the work. And just to finish off on just a couple of things that you want to research into whatever company it might be that you possibly could be changing into, if that's why you're listening to this podcast or you've thought about it, just do your research. I mean, you know, is it privately owned? Does the company have debt? How many how many billion dollars of sales have they done? I know with our company, it is privately owned. There's, the bank doesn't own the company. There's so been like 15 billion worth of sales. Yeah. Like it's repeat sales. Global operations in 24 countries, meaning that, you know, the product is diversified. It can, it can sustain itself in different markets and with different trends. And I just love that. So, and I think we want to talk about that just vulnerability because the idea of this podcast was to be vulnerable. Is that like any any businesses in Australia right now would know that you're in a cycle, like stocks, like property. Yeah. It's in a cycle, and so the opportunity to be able to diversify that and have business in other international markets helps because we've one country is in a cycle. And there's, for an example, there's what's going on in USA right now. They're definitely growing at a faster rate than in Australia. Mm-hmm. So that's what helps stabilize. And diversifies our, your business. business. Yeah. And that's why I love our business because we have diversified. We are around the world. And so when one market is in its ebb and another market is in its flow, you're, you're sweet. Like you're not, um, you're not going to ride that what crazy roller coaster in that wave of going up and down because you have diversified. So that's really important, I think as well. Yeah. So I think going back to the whole, like, shiny objects and you know nothing nothing shiny and fast exists with sustainability there's no such thing and I really want to talk more on that and talk a little bit more about what it takes to be successful because a lot of people are just so want the money now I want the success now but they're not willing to put the work in that needs to be done yeah and I always love one of my favorite and if you guys have been listening to a few of our episodes you know that um, my passion is psychology. It's what my background is. And one of my favorite studies that I always go back to was the marshmallow study. It was a study done um, at Stanford University in 1972, but it was talking about it's been coined years on later as a delayed gratification study. So what they did, and you've probably heard of it or if you've seen of it because it's been replicated so many times now, is they put these little kids in a room and they would give them a marshmallow and they're like, okay, you can have this marshmallow now or I'm going to walk out and if this marshmallow is still here when I come back in 20 minutes, I'm going to give you two. So it's that typical thing, have a quick fix now, have what you want now, have immediate satisfaction or wait and have delayed gratification of something bigger and better. And so it was funny watching it. You can Google it. It's on YouTube. There's lots of studies and some kids, you can see them sitting on their hands <laughs> to make sure they don't eat the marshmallow and some kids like doing everything to distract themselves so they don't eat it. Um, but what they found is that it's a longitudinal study. So they follow these, these kids literally for the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years throughout life. And the, the results of what they found was so profound that 
the kids that could have that delayed gratification, even at that young age of five or six, who could wait and be Mm. disciplined and do their time, if it was just 20 minutes then, to have two marshmallows in 20 minutes, those kids are the ones when they followed throughout life, they were more successful in nearly every measure of life. They had higher SAT scores, lower levels of substance abuse, lower likelihood of obesity, um, better responses of stress, better social skills. Um, but generally, we just every they had so many measures, and this is why the study's been replicated so many times because they found essentially delayed gratification is one of the biggest predictors in success in health, in work, in business, and in life. And I think what I have come to know, I guess, working in not just a network marketing profession, but working in the coaching space and just working in the space with people for the last four or five years, especially with millennials, mm-hmm. we're definitely a different era because our parents can't relate to us because they didn't have the technology that we have. They don't yeah. have social media bombarding them with shiny objects. Is that I think that so many people are exposed to the idea of creating an income online that they have all these big, wild, beautiful dreams that I honestly believe that anybody can create these lifestyles. But the dream is free and the hustle is sold separately. Like, yeah. it is the work that isn't fun. It's the stuff that nobody sees, that nobody wants to do, that's going to make those dreams come true. And I honestly think that, especially now in the 21st century, we are living in an era of self-indulgence. Absolutely. We're the Brat Pack. Um, we're Gen Y. We want everything. We want it now. But I think what's also happening is when we don't get it now, like, if, if it's, this business essentially network market, we call it a four-year career. Like, you yeah. need to work at it and treat it like a full business for four years until you get paid like a business and it can grow from there. But it is, you've got to do the work. You've got to die. It's not easy, but it's a smarter way of doing business where there's more leverage, um, more flexibility, more space to be innovative, more space to connect and collaborate. And, but what's happening is a lot of people are throwing attention when they don't get what they want overnight. And some of these people, they're sitting in a company where they, they'll do the work for six months. They won't even do it consistently and then they throw their hands up and say, it's not them, it's a company. And they drop, they jump ship and they go try another company. And I think we feed ourselves all these woo-woo affirmations like, if it feels good, <laughs> I'll do it. And if it doesn't, then I don't. Or I'm not feeling aligned or I'm not in flow. Abundance is available for everyone. Yeah, but because <laughs> of that, we're losing the value and understanding about what it means to, heart, to work hard. Yeah. What it means to have great work ethic. What it means to have discipline and essentially delayed gratification. So... I'm hoping that this is this isn't just something you can apply to business guys. It's in life. Yeah. Just know that it's gonna take work to create. Your dreams are worth it. Mm-hmm. And when it doesn't get handed to you on a silver platter, it doesn't happen overnight. Please don't give up. And like we said at the start, it's all in duality. Every time a challenge comes at you, embrace it. Get excited yeah. for it. Know that it's preparing you for that next level of leadership for abundance. Yeah, it's on the way, not in the way. And literally, we we set ourselves these big goals and these big dreams and. A lot of people just don't understand that the hurdles that come along the way are happening because you asked for that big dream. It's like the universe's way of saying, hey, like, how much do you want this? Like, how much, you know, are you willing to work for it? And sometimes we just think, oh, like, the world is against us. But we asked for that challenge. Like, we we openly said, I'm ready to own that. I'm ready to earn it. I'll do whatever it takes. But then when it comes, it's like, oh, no, this is too hard. I want to give up. I'm or gonna... it's not, yeah. And they, <laughs> and they have all that stuff. Like, it's it's not me. It's the company. Or it's not me. Yeah. It's the profession. And that's why I think we're doing the profession a disservice because some of us aren't taking responsibility for our shit. Yeah. To say, honestly, 
Yeah. Like you can't, you've got to put in the work, guys. The grass isn't greener on the other side. Grow where you're planted. I'm sure mm-hmm. most of you listening, if you're part of network company, you have everything you need yeah. where you are. You've got the systems, you've got the support, you've got the sidelines, you've got... You've, you've got, got the skills. Like yeah. you, you can master the skills essentially no matter what company you're with. If you, if you take the time and make a commitment to yourself to become a master asker and be good at it, be bad in it, at it for long enough yeah. until you get good at it and to become a pro. Um, it's about grit. It, it really, is, really is. is like if you don't have grit, you will not survive this industry. And what grit is is literally just passion matched with perseverance. So make sure that you're really passionate about what company you've decided to go with. Make sure you're aligned with it. Make sure that the mission and the message of that company is congruent with your mission vision and just make sure that you're organically sharing what you love and make sure you do, you would do it without even getting paid for it essentially if you didn't get paid by that company would you share that product organically with your friends and your family and strangers and acquaintances because you love it that much yeah essentially that's that's how you can know what you can do is something that you do for the next 20 30 40 50 years because of somebody's hurting or someone's having an issue and you know you can help them you would share with them what you're up to regardless Mm -hmm. so um maybe we'll leave it there with you guys and we just hope that this has inspired you or educated you or empowered you um when you see the next shiny object Mm -hmm. or you yourself if you're going through a phase where you're being challenged to not give up because we believe in you and um if you are thinking of joining the network marketing profession honestly i can't talk more highly of it yeah um and just like in any profession, there's people who are bad at it. You don't – you see a bad painter, you don't think all the painters in the, all the painters are bad painters, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a bad doctor in that profession, yet so all doctors are bad doctors. So if you are seeing someone online who's doing something unethical, please don't paint us all with the same brush because we're not. Yeah, absolutely. And just to finish off, I just want to say I'm so grateful for you, Loz, because I think what I love about this business is it is collaborative business and when you've got shit going down – you're not alone. Like you've got someone there by your side and that's why I love this industry. And, you know, you and the other girls that, you know, we're really close and we're going through this together. This is all part of business guys, but it's so good that you get to have your besties by your side, helping you through it. So, yeah. So maybe a shout out to the babes in business tribe, because we are so grateful each and every one of you and that we get to this business alongside of you. And honestly, yeah. you make business fun and you make it meaningful. Yeah. So big okay. love to you all. I hope this served you guys. Big love. See you soon. Bye. We hope you love this episode of the BTV podcast, guys. We're loving bringing you these episodes because our mission is to share and add value to your week, whether you're a budding entrepreneur with a little side hustle, passion project, or you're a veteran in the owning your own business game. Don't forget, if you're loving our podcast, we would absolutely love for you to rate us and drop us some love with some five sparkly stars on the iTunes app. We want to do something really cool and exciting as well. We want to do a shout out of the week on our Instagram for anyone who reviews us. So if you do give us a shout out, don't forget to leave your Instagram handle and or your website so we can share you with our tribe. 
don't forget, you can follow us on Instagram by heading over to at Babes Talking Business, or you can check out our website at www.babestalkingbusiness.com, where we have loads of information about what we're all about and all the events that we have coming up all around the world that you can be a part of, whether it's online or offline. Links for all of the above are in our podcast notes. Um, And we just want to thank you so much for tuning in. We're so grateful to have you here, a part of the BTV tribe. Much love.